Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hi, I'm Gabby Reese. Join me and my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high-quality functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 for 20% off your first order. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Move the Six. DJ Bucky back together with you as we head towards week one of the postseason. Wildcard weekend. Buck, how you doing, man? Man, I'm good. This is the fun part. DJ, we can talk about it like we all love football, but there's nothing like the playoffs. And the urgency and the intensity that we'll, we'll get a chance to see this weekend is exactly what playoff football is all about. And it's one of the reasons why we adore it. And so quarterback play, Big players stepping up, making big plays, all of these things will determine which teams advance in the tournament. And so this will be a great weekend to watch a lot of football. Yeah, it's always fun to see who's going to step up, you know, who's going to be kind of the under-radar player that's going to step up and make a play and, uh, and help their team advance. That's what we're doing today. We are looking at these playoff games. We've got six matchups. Uh, we're going to dig into each one of them. And I, I think let's start here, Buck, at the top. Let's go with the, uh, the third meeting between the Seahawks and the 49ers. Uh, that is going to be Saturday, 4.30 p.m. Eastern. That's on Fox. Uh, this is a, uh, a series that was swept by the Seahawks. The Niners riding a 10-game winning streak. What are you looking for in this one? Well, I mean, I'm looking to see how Brock Purdy performs in this game because it's a big moment. I know he has played well. The Niners' offense is rolling. They have all these playmakers around him. But still, in the playoffs, we talked about it. Games are decided by your quarterbacks and your pass rushers. 
Your quarterbacks have to play well. They have to be efficient. They have to make a handful of plays each game to help their team advance. And is Brock Purdy going to be capable of making those plays? To this point, he's been fantastic. Every time he's been pushed into a corner and forced to respond, he's responded in splendid fashion. Well, now, postseason, the moment, the stage, everything is bigger. Everything is a little more intense. Can the seventh round pro, can the seventh round player become the guy that the Niners need him to be for this team to advance and knock off what I think is a very pesky Seattle Seahawks squad? Yeah, I think Seattle's got a chance to make this a little bit of a game. Um, you know, I I think offensively they're going to have to run the ball better than they did in their first two meetings. You didn't really get a whole lot out of Kenneth Murray uh, in those first two contests, so that's going to be a challenge. See if they get that run game cranked up a little bit. Uh, but I look on the other side. You know, we've talked so much about quarterbacks, talk about pass rush. I think this is like a Christian McCaffrey highlight reel game. Uh, I think he is jonesing and amped up for this opportunity, for this stage. He's never had a supporting cast like he has here with the 49ers. And I think you see just a little extra juice from him. Uh, You know, I think catching the football, he's going to make the life easy on Brock Purdy. We don't know how Purdy's going to react. Obviously, it's it's bright lights. It's the big stage. It's the playoffs. How's he going to do? I think Christian McCaffrey's going to make it easy on him. Yeah, I think that that's the best bet. That's the way that the 49ers want to do it. Knowing Kyle Shanahan, though, I bet you he comes out running a bunch of bootlegs, a bunch of passes to get the quarterback settled early. Then they get back <laughs> to the running game. And if they have their full complement of weapons, it's going to be very, very difficult for the Seattle Seahawks to kind of keep pace with what the Niners can do offensively. But the game is really going to be decided by the Niners' defense. Geno Smith has played at a, a remarkably high level. Uh, 30 touchdowns led the NFL in touchdown pass. That's not exactly what you would expect uh, to see, but they're going to bring <laughs> the pressure. They're going to see if Geno Smith can make uh, these pinpoint throws, pinpoint throws under the rest. And so if the Niners defense steps up and plays the way that they've normally played this season, combined with a rushing attack and all the weapons that they have, it's going to be very challenging for the CLC Hawks to go on the road and get a dub. Yeah, you know, look, at Seattle, the good thing about it is you're just kind of playing with house money right now. There's no expectations. Um, this is a team that can go out there, play loose, have fun, see if you can't generate a couple turnovers, get to Brock Purdy, uh, and give yourself a chance. Again, I, I just think the 49ers have too much. I think that defensive line, once they get a lead, those two young tackles are, are going to have a tough time uh, with Nick Bosa and company. So I, I do like this, the San Francisco 49ers to handle this game. And I think we'll come out of this game. I, I'm telling you, I really believe it. I think it's going to be the Christian McCaffrey game. I mean, he could he could go 100 to 100. It wouldn't surprise me. I think he has a big time, uh, big time moment there. Um, all right, let's get to our game here. This is uh, the second game on Saturday. This is 8:15 Eastern. Uh, that's on NBC and on Peacock. Uh, the Jags, Buck. We were both there. They handled the Chargers in that first meeting in Week Three. Uh, we get the rematch here. Uh, in your uh, prep for this one, what uh, what stood out to you? What do you think? Well, it's a completely different game. It's a completely different game because you guys are so short-handed. The Chargers didn't have enough uh, weapons and firepower on the perimeter to do what they normally did. Justin Herbert was dealing with rib issues, and so uh, you can take little from that first game because if the Chargers are healthy, they really stress the Jaguars on defense. You think about who they can trot out there. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Josh Palmer has become – a dude, you got Austin Eckler out of the backfield. And Jared Everett also makes contributions. So this is a very, very difficult squad to defend. And when Justin Herbert is on his game, I don't know if there's a better quarterback in the National Football League. So the key for the Jaguars is, can you make uh, the Chargers nickel and dime the ball down the field and make this a game of red zone efficiency? Make it where, can you hold the Chargers to threes instead of sevens? And even though they move the ball, 
they don't get the points. That's how the Jaguars have typically won. They haven't given up a lot of points. They created turnovers, but they conceded a lot of yards. You'll see we'll have the chance to see if that recipe works in the postseason against a very explosive Chargers offense. Yeah, you know, a couple things here. There's some uh, some lineup changes, and I know, you know, Keenan Allen not playing in that one uh, was a big. He had some other guys get nicked and hurt. I think one of the interesting ones, I'm trying to pull up the numbers here real quick, and I'll uh, I'll give it to you. So Rashawn Slater gets hurt early in that game. Storm Norton replaces him. Mm-hmm. So if you go Storm Norton in that ball game, let's go to his pass protection stats against Jacksonville in that ball game. Storm Norton has 25 pass uh, protection reps. He gives up three hits, five hurries, uh, eight pressures in that game. So coming out of that game, the Chargers realize, okay, Storm Norton's not going to be the answer. If Rashawn Slater's going to be gone, obviously he was out for the year. Maybe he'll come back if they were to advance. Uh, But they end up giving that job to Jamari Sawyer, who played much better. So while Mm -hmm. I can say it's a obviously Jamari Sawyer to Rashawn Slater is a big gap. Rashawn Slater is is an all-pro level player. I also think the gap might be bigger, you know, from Sawyer down to Storm Norton. So I think that's an interesting one to keep an eye on. He'll be matching up with his former college teammate, Trayvon Walker, on the edge, as well as Josh Allen. That's going to be a key to the ball game. Uh, and then I look on the defensive side. Remember J.C. Jackson, Buck? We were talking about him before that mm-hmm. game in Jacksonville. Not play well early in the season. He ends up getting hurt. He's gone for the year, and Michael Davis slides into that role. Michael Davis has played pretty well. Um, so those are two kind of under-the-radar type players. And I think in this game, so much attention is going to be on Herbert and Trevor Lawrence, their first playoff appearances. I think kind of the offensive lines, who plays well there, and I think the secondary. I think those are the two areas I keep an eye on in this game. Yeah, it's funny you talk about the offensive line because last week against Tennessee Titans, the Jaguars' offensive line did not play well, particularly on the inside. Uh, and then you think about the issues. That last game that the Chargers and Jaguars squared off, Cam Robinson was available at left tackle. Well, he's not there. You got Walker Little making a start. And you think about Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack on the edges. That could be problematic. Uh, I think the X factor for the Jaguars is Travis Etienne and what he offers because we know Austin Eckler is going to have a huge – impact on the Chargers' offensive output and the way that they kind of game plan uh, for the Jaguars. What can Travis Etienne do? He needs to be a guy that has 100-plus scrimmage yards because when he's involved to that level, it opens up the field for the rest of the offense. And when I look at the offense and I look at the firepower on the perimeter, you have Zay Jones and Marvin Jones and Christian Kirk and Evan Ingram, but they need the running game with Travis Etienne to be big because – as much as we would love to see a shootout for entertainment purposes, it plays in the Jaguars' favor. If this game is a little more tightly contested, a little more ball control, and if they can get into the fourth quarter and see how everyone responds to the fourth quarter pressure, because that's where it's going to be decided. We can talk about playoff experience because both these teams don't have a lot of playoff experience. It has to be a game in the fourth quarter where you can feel the ebbs and flows of the game from these emotional plays that both teams will make. Yeah, and you you hit on it. I, I think Etienne or Etienne's a big piece of this thing for the Jags. I think Austin Eckler for the Chargers on their side of it. You've got versatile backs that can really make things happen and take some pressure off their quarterbacks. You know, again, I, I go back to kind of we were talking about Christian McCaffrey there in that first game. It's interesting when you look at the the complexion. At least on Saturday night, the running backs you're going to see can all do it. You know, running and receiving. They're explosive weapons, and I think all of these guys have a chance to take some pressure off their quarterbacks and. You know, I'm anxious to see this is a stage, this is a big stage, you know, for both Herbert and Trevor Lawrence. 
Both of them played in big games. Herbert and Rose Bowls, obviously Trevor Lawrence, a national championship game mm-hmm. uh, when he was young there at, at Alabama or at, the, at Clemson. So I think they'll be fine handling the stage, but I do think the running backs uh, will be key in this one as well. But Buck, do we? What do we have here? Are we doing? Uh, are we doing dinner? Are we doing dinner uh, the night before the game? What are we doing? I mean, we can do dinner. We can we can get that we can get that set up like this before the twenty four hour rule. So we can we can get together and uh, yeah. talk about it. Uh, have a little fun. I can show you a little bit of the sights in Jville. Um, we'll go to a nice spot. I can try and find a nice. little spot near the hotel so we can get it down. We can get it done. See what we do. Yeah. Well, as uh, as two former scouts, I can't wait to see which Jimmy Johns you uh, you pick out for us. I'm excited about that. Uh, I'm looking forward. Oh, to come it. on, man. Um, Jim, all Jimmy right, John, let's uh, let's away a cookie. <laughs> Oh, hey, nice, nice, a cookie, I'll take it. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break here. We've got uh, we got four more games to get to, starting with uh, Dolphins, Bills, Giants, Vikings. We'll get to those games right after this. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. 
ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. game. <laughs> now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at tmobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. NFL Plus is here, which means no matter where you are, this is how you football. You can stream live, local, and primetime games on your phone or tablet. 45-minute game replays with NFL Plus Premium and more. This is the NFL for every fan. This is football freedom. This is your game on the go. Go to plus.nfl.com and sign up now. DJ, there's been a lot of conversation about the AFC wildcard matchups. Uh, we have all these rematches being played in every wildcard round. But now you have one that is near and dear to my heart, being a former member of Bill's Mafia. I know what it's like to talk about squish the fish. When it comes to the Buffalo Bills taking on the Miami Dolphins, having an opportunity to see a game that we saw just a few weeks ago. Uh, what are your initial thoughts now that we know that Tua Tagovailoa is not going to be able to play? Well, if you'd have told me last year in the spring as I'm getting ready for the draft, and these are my notes on a player, uh, uh, 217, so a little under 6'2", 217 pounds, he ran 491. Uh, it was at the East-West. He missed three games with a leg injury, 12 touchdowns, four picks on the season. Touch and vision, average velocity. He's got poise. He's tough, tough in the pocket, uh, more of a game manager. I gave him a 58, which is a you know borderline late you know seventh round priority free agent type player. Uh, that's Skylar Thompson, and he's going to be starting a playoff game this weekend. So, you know, hey, kudos <laughs> to him for not only making a team, uh, but finding a way to get on the field and 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 be somewhat productive, and he's going to start a dang playoff game, Buck. So it's hard for me to have much optimism or confidence, even though all the weapons that the Dolphins have, that just seems awfully big here uh, for Skylar Thompson going on the road. Tough place to play in Buffalo, a team that obviously you know has tremendous talent, but obviously had a little emotional edge as well with all they've been through the last couple of weeks. I just, man, I. I, not only do I don't see the Dolph, Dolphins winning this game, I don't see how it's close. Do you think we have any chance of having a close game here? Oh, well, I do because it's a division rival. Uh, I also think when you look at the first two games, both of the games have been tightly contested. Uh, the Dolphins won by two, the Buffalo Bills won by three. And even though you were moving the quarterback to it, I think there's a level of confidence that the Miami Dolphins will walk into the stadium knowing that they've beaten this team and that they can compete with this team with or without their quarterback. That said... The game plan has to be one that is very complimentary in nature, meaning that Josh Boyer and that defense, they're going to have to play out of their mind. They're not only going to have to keep the score down, but they're going to have to create scoring opportunities for the offense uh, through turnovers, big plays, things that create short fields 
and just easy walk-in scores for this team. And then Mike McDaniels has to figure out how am I going to set up my quarterback for success? Uh, he came over with a reputation for being an outstanding uh, run game coordinator, created the way that he designs it, but he may not have most of it. So how do they do this? This is a game where they have to rely on the running game, but they also have to make sure that Waddle and Tyreek Hill are involved. And so I think a bunch of bubble screens, smoke screens, fly sweeps, little things that are safe in nature, but may have some big play potential. Those are going to be on the menu, but it has to be about the Dolphins run defense and their defense that sets the table for this team to pull off an upset. Yeah, I mean, look, if they have a healthy Tua, I give them a fighting chance. Here's the problem. I think what happens in this game, the Dolphins offense struggles early in this ballgame, and I think there's a there's a tendency when that happens to your def- a defensive player with the Dolphins, i got to make a play. Like you're saying, we've got to help the offense. We've got to give them a turnover. We've got to give them a short field. You start getting a little aggressive, and I think this Buffalo Bills team is, is very capable of taking advantage of that aggression, double moves, big plays, over the top. Um, you're going to try and play a little bit out of out of your lane, try and be a little bit aggressive, try and do too much defensively. I think mm-hmm. this Buffalo Bills team is going to cash in with some huge chunk plays, Buck. I, I don't think it's close. I think the Buffalo Bills handle them. I think it can get out of control in this game. Uh, maybe this will be clipped off and they'll run it back and throw it in my face in Miami, but I just don't see how this is really a competitive game. Wow. Wow. Not competitive. You're saying it's going to be like the CFP National Championship? We're going to turn it off at halftime? There's no, no chance for the Dolphins to pull it off. Georgia just scored again. Wow. <laughs> no, look, look, it's a it's a narrow path for the Miami Dolphins to win this game. It's going to take the defense rising up. It's also going to take the Buffalo Bills helping them, giving the ball away, having a bunch of egregious errors, blowing coverages, uh, things that are uncharacteristic of a Sean McDermott team. Yeah, they're going to have to assist the effort for the Miami Dolphins to get it done. But I will say this, when you have explosive players, like a Tyreek Hill, like a Jalen Waddle, they are a missed tackle away from putting points on the board. I think it's really on the coaching staff to see if they can set up enough opportunities for these guys to get the ball in space. And then it comes down to the defense. They have to pick and choose when they can get after Josh Allen and Blissom. But this has to be a game where it's about forcing turnovers and then cashing in on those chances. I'm with you. I think the Buffalo Bills uh, win it. I think it's a little tighter than you're over there for gas. You, you're over there saying that it's a uh, – it's a walkover, <laughs> like pencil them in. Go ahead and put them in the next round of the tournament. I think it might be a little a little more competitive. Yeah, I, the correct word is laugher. Uh, I think it'll be a laugher, but we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Um, all right, let's get to this next one here. This is uh, Sunday, 4.30 Eastern. Uh, reminder, that Dolphins-Bills game, that's Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern on CBS. This one's on Fox at 4.30. Giants-Vikings. Um, we've talked a little bit uh, off-air about this one. I think we're on the same page but this, to me, feels like a Giants defensive line take over the football game. You know, this feels like the most likely upset to me of any of these teams. You know, going on the road this week, I feel pretty good about the Giants. Even though, you know, offensively they're not the most dynamic team, they protect the football, they don't turn it over, and I think their defensive line's got a chance to take over the ball game. Yeah, no, it's funny because I think this has been the upset pick that everyone is kind of riding with, and I understand it. Uh, I think in three six matchups, maybe the sixth seed is the what seven and one or whatever it is something remarkable uh in terms of the upsets that we have seen occur with the six seed winning uh that said i want to give the minnesota vikings credit they have won a ton of games even though they're one score games it hasn't been pretty hasn't been perfect uh they're certainly talented on offense the trick will be who in the passing game emerges if the giants successfully take away justin jefferson 
the Vikings made a great trade when they got TJ Hawkinson. He's been terrific. He had a big game against the Giants uh, the last time in terms of just the amount of targets and touches and those things. He might have to be a big uh, factor in this. KJ Osborne is going to have to also make plays. But if they're able to run the football, if they're able to get Dalvin Cook on track, yeah, I think this is one where they can play from in front and really put a lot of pressure on Daniel Jones and company to have to chase points and kind of get out of character. Uh, but if it's a close game, I know what you're saying. Yeah, the Giants find a way to win those games in the fourth quarter. But I think because everyone is riding with the Giants, I think I'm going to go counterculture. I think I'm going to go with the Minnesota Vikings and say that they still okay. find a way to win games because they found a way to win a bunch of games this year. Yeah, no, look, I think it's close. Both these teams play close games. It's not just the Vikings. The uh, the Giants have been in a ton of close ball games. So, And the first meeting they had this year was close. It was a tight ball game. So I think it's close. I just think the Giants, I think there's a play to be made. I like their defensive front. Thibodeau Ojolari, uh, Big Dexter, I feel like they're able to, to get some pressure, mm. heat up Kirk Cousins, maybe force that one mistake in the fourth quarter, and uh, the Giants get out of there with a win. But I do think it's going to be really, to me, the two the two most competitive games. You tell me if we're off here, Buck. Um, the two most competitive games, I think, are going to be Giants-Vikings, and I actually think it's going to be the game that we're calling uh, with, the, uh, with the Jags and the Chargers. I think those teams, both, uh, both those games, very evenly matched. You know, I, I think so. Now, going back to the Vikings and Giants, the one thing that Daniel Jones has done the, the year, throughout the year, he is taking care of the football. In this game, when everything speeds yep. up a little bit and there's this, this tendency to maybe try and do a little too much, Daniel Jones is going to have to have the seatbelt on him. He can't turn the ball over because that is how this game can go from a close game to a blowout if he turns it over. He has avoided that all year. He has to make sure that he stays in character, plays as the game manager with a little uh, some playmaking that he creates either with his legs or through his arm. But he can't try and do too much. He can't give the game away by turning the ball over. And I think Brian Dayball and those guys do a great job of kind of minimizing his opportunity to make these high risk plays. He just has to stick to the script and see if they can win it in the fourth quarter. And we'll see what happens here again. That is the uh, the three six game there, the three seed Vikings. Uh, the six seed Giants. That's in the NFC. We're going to take a break right now. When we come back, we're going to hit on the three six game in the AFC, which is the uh, the third meeting between the Ravens and the Bengals. Lots to get to with that one, as well as Cowboys and Bucks. We'll break it down right after this. BP added more than seventy billion dollars to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. 
From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. All right, Buck, let's keep it rolling here. AFC, the 3-6 game, that is the three-seed Bengals hosting the Ravens. Back-to-back times, these uh, teams will play each other. Just saw each other last week. A game where the Ravens were, you know, resting some guys, getting some guys healthy. Uh, one of those guys that uh, did not play in that game that does not look like he's going to play in this game either is Lamar Jackson. So with that, I would think that probably goes a lot of the hopes the Ravens had for making a deep run here in the postseason. But as we were just talking about off the air, when you're playing a divisional team for the third time and it's a team that has championship pedigree uh, like this Ravens organization does, I, I would not chalk this one up as an easy W. Yeah, now this would be a much harder game for the Cincinnati Bengals. And the reason why it would be difficult is because of that history and the legacy between the two teams. They know each other, that familiarity, that contempt that exists between them. And make no mistake, the Baltimore Ravens relish the opportunity to be the bully on the block. 
And even though they may not have Lamar Jackson to spearhead their offense, that defense is fully intact. You saw Roquan Smith just get his extension. He's going to be ready to play. He's going to be ready to be a part of this environment, of this type game. And so I think with John Harbaugh, a guy who has a special teams background, I think what they want to do is see if they can make this a really ugly affair, one where they don't give up points, one where they kind of grind it out, drain the clock, allow Justin Tucker to be a big part of the equation as he knocks down these long distance kicks. And if they could have a perfect game, they would love it to be a 15-minute game that's decided in the fourth quarter, and they would love their guy, Justin Tuck, to come up there and maybe knock a big kick. I don't know if they're going to be able to score enough points to be able to get it done, but I know they're going to try and make it a rock'em, sock'em, robot game and see if they can kind of knock the Bengals out by making them play a style that might be a little uncomfortable for the Bengals. Yeah, and we'll see. You know, Are we going to see Tyler Huntley, or is it going to be Anthony Brown? I, you touched on Harbaugh's special teams background. I would not be surprised if they try and steal a possession in this game. You know, knowing the firepower the Cincinnati Bengals have, that, you know, whether that's an onside kick, that's a fake punt, just something try and steal a possession mm-hmm. and maybe even be ultra aggressive on fourth down, you know, getting yourself in some fourth and ones, fourth and twos early in the game, being aggressive and just try and put the pressure on the Cincinnati Bengals. I think that's going to be uh, a key in this one for Harbaugh as the Ravens try and get this thing going. I do like their ability with the tight ends to work in the middle of the field. With their tight ends and you get J.K. Dobbins rolling a little bit, you can take some of that pressure off Huntley, presumably, is, is the quarterback there. Uh, and then defensively, as we always say with these games, these big games, Buck, red zone defense, man. Cincinnati's going to move the ball. They're going to move the ball up and down the field with all these dudes. You've got to find a way to get stops when you get down there in the red zone and, and like you said, kind of muck it up a little bit in this game. Yeah, so that's why the key, all eyes will be on Joe Mixon. Because Joe Mixon allows the Bengals to be able to be more efficient and effective in the red zone. And so if you're the Baltimore Ravens, uh, you know it's very, very difficult to throw in tight quarters down in the red zone. So you want to make sure that Joe Mixon is a non-factor in this game. Because when he gets rolling, he gives the Bengals what I think is probably the most balanced and most explosive offense that we'll find in the AFC. His ability to make these tough runs, his ability to pop out on a big run, sets the table where you cannot use too deep coverage to take away Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. You have to pay a little extra attention in the box. And so if the Bengals play the right way and Zach Taylor continues to give Joe Mixon enough touches and opportunities to impact the game, it's very hard to slow down this offense. And oh, by the way, you got one of the best quarterbacks in football in Joe Burrow, who talks about his athletic arrogance. Man, every time he talks, I love what he says because he has the swag and conviction (laughs) of a franchise quarterback. And I think one of the things that we'll discuss in the offseason, when we're digging deep and we're looking at quarterbacks, beyond the talent is that person. Do you have a little bit of that stuff that Joe Burrow exhibits every time he steps in front of the podium? Because he is really a franchise quarterback in every shape of the word. Yeah, and I'd look for the Bengals in this one. Man, if they could jump on Baltimore early, I think it'd be, it could be over. Baltimore's not equipped right now to play from behind. They want to keep this a close game, a tight game. See if they can drag the Bengals into the fourth quarter and then and take their shot, try and win the football game. If the Bengals come out and score, bang, bang, it's 14 nothing. I, you know, I, I just don't think Baltimore is going to be able to play in that style of game. So that's something to keep an eye on. The start of this game uh, will be huge. Let's get to the uh, the final game there. Uh, this is the Monday Nighter. This is Cowboys Bucks. All eyes are going to be on this one. A team in the Cowboys that Tom Brady has absolutely owned. Buck, he's had no issues with the Dallas Cowboys. Seven and zero. Uh, career against them, including uh, week one earlier this season with a W. What do you think of the Cowboys' chances here going to take on a Tampa team? You know, it's funny. Uh, 
everyone has talked about the Dallas Cowboys failures the last game of the season, but I don't think they recognize that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers also took an L and that they are entering the tournament with a losing yes. record. And so I know Tom Brady's a bit of the boogeyman when it comes to uh, the way that he's perceived, and rightfully so. Seven Super Bowl rings, um, a, a long resume of comebacks and game-winning drives. It really makes you fear what he is when the ball is in his hands. But the Cowboys have been the better team for the majority of the season. Which Cowboy team shows up will ultimately determine which wins because if they run the ball, which is going to be very difficult with Vita Vey and Akeem Hicks on the inside, they have opportunities. It comes down to Dak Prescott. Will Dak Prescott give the game away with an untimely turnover like he's done the last seven or eight weeks just throwing the ball to the other team? Or will the Dak Prescott that played at a high level a season ago, will that guy show up? Um, I think this game is going to be a tight game. All the pressure is on the Dallas Cowboys because people don't expect them to knock off the boogeyman. How they handle the pressure, particularly in the early moments when they still have the memory of last year being out physical in their mind, it's going to be tough, man. I, I, I want to say the Cowboys because the Cowboys are better, but I'm worried about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers kind of making it their style game and they beat them up and knock them out. Yeah, I wrote down big plays versus boo-boos because the, the Cowboys take the football away, <laughs> but they're going to give up some big plays as well. So I, it, that's what it is. So Tom Brady, if Tom Brady and Mike Evans can connect and they're getting big plays in this ballgame, Tampa Bay, I think, is going to win the ballgame. But if Dallas is able to force some boo-boos uh, from Tom Brady and turn the ball over, trying to be too aggressive, then I think that it goes the other way. Now, the, the number I've been mentioning this all week, I think it's the, the biggest stat in this ballgame. The Dallas Cowboys passed for six sacks the last five games. If they cannot get home, if they cannot generate pressure on Tom Brady, I don't care if the Bucs limped into this playoffs um, and we can talk about how they're nowhere near what they were in their Super Bowl mm-hmm. season. If you can't get pressure on Tom Brady, him and Mike Evans are going to have some fun. So they've got to, re- to kind of uh, re-energize that pass rush with Dallas. That's going to be huge in this one. And, I, you know, I, again, I talked about some of those other games being close. I think this is another one that's pretty evenly matched. I think this is a close game. I think it's a fourth quarter game. Yeah, I, I know this. If I'm the Dallas Cowboys, I've certainly worked on defending the deep ball after watching Mike Evans go bonkers the last few weeks on deep throws. They have to keep the ball in front. And what's troublesome about it for the Cowboys, we already know that Trayvon Diggs is a gambler who is prone to give up big plays. But on the other side of the field, it's been a revolving door of guys that have taken their turns being absolutely roasted on the island. And so what does Dan Quinn do to protect the young corners that are playing on the other side of Trayvon Diggs. Do they roll up and play some cover two, which isn't really in their forte? Uh, Do they play more zone? Do they get away from playing man-to-man and then allow uh, Tom Brady to just whip them with a million paper cuts? It's a very difficult game plan because Tom Brady, one, he's not going to take hits, and he's going to try to avoid the turnover while taking shots down the field. The Cowboys' defense is going to have to be on their game. And this is something that they haven't been. They haven't been on their game in a while. It's been a long time since we've seen the Cowboys play great football on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, I mean, don't take the cheese, Diggs. That's my that's my advice, man. Do not take the cheese because you know Tampa's going to try and pick on him. They're going to try and set him up, dangle the cheese out in front of him, Buck, some double moves and see if he takes it, and then they can hit some home runs over the top. One thing you can't do, though, um, you can't hit home run balls from your back. So if this Cowboys pass rush can get back and find its way, uh, what it looked like for the first you know, two to three quarters of this uh, season, then then I like the Cowboys. But they've got to get their pass rush 
uh, going. Any other thoughts here as we uh, as we wrap this one up in terms of what to expect this weekend? Yeah, I think I think in in, in the playoffs because everyone worries like what changes. Man, the speed, the intensity, and the physicality all escalates. This is a game where you see people landed on the line, and turnovers are always the deciding factor in most games. But in the playoffs, the emotional swings that accompany turnovers really changes the game. Look for the big turnover. The big turnover could decide the game, and I can't wait to see it. Yeah, the last thing I, I will say, my final takeaway is in baseball, they use that phrase, don't try and be too big, right? You get in the box, don't buy it, try and mm-hmm. be too big. Just just see the ball, hit it the other way, do what you got to do, make contact. Don't try and hit the ball 500 feet. I think you saw it in Michigan, right, in the playoff game that Michigan had against TCU. They, mm-hmm. they got too big, Buck. They didn't just just play the game. Just let the let, play your game, let the game come to you. Uh, when you get your opportunities, be aggressive, take your shots, but don't go outside yourself. And I think that's a great lesson that you can take from the college playoffs uh, into the NFL playoffs. Don't don't let the moment get too big because you see it every year. You see teams that you like and you think they're ready for this moment. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait, what are they doing? They're, they're you know, taking unnecessary risks and, and, uh, and it comes back to get them. Just let the game come to you a little bit here. So it's funny, DJ, because really in the playoffs, uh, it's really not about going and winning the game. It's making sure that you don't lose the game. It might require you to take a little don't more conservative approach early to just stay in the game and then allow the game to unravel. And you know when you can pick and choose your shots. Yeah, but the over-aggressiveness early can certainly put you in a hole that you cannot dig yourself out of. Yeah, well, looking forward to these these uh, playoff games. Again, I'll be out in Jacksonville with Buck and see that, uh, that Chargers-Jags game in person, and we'll get a chance to break that game and all these other five games down uh, next week as we uh, as we march through the postseason and get a little bit closer to some big draft events, including the Reese's Senior Bowl. If you missed that show, uh, you can look that up. You can find that. We just did that earlier this week with the rosters uh, for the Reese's Senior Bowl, so check that out. Um, all right, that's going to do it for us. Appreciate you guys hanging with us. We'll catch you next time right here on Move the Sticks. Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hi, I'm Gabby Reese. Join me and my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high-quality functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 for 20% off your first order. This is where projects come to life. Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands, curated in an inviting, hands-on environment, and a team of industry experts to support your project. We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath Kitchen and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. 
Find great brands like Kohler at your local showroom or visit us online at ferguson.com slash build. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details.